0: All right, welcome back. This is Adam Gordon, your host. Uh, Very excited about today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by, uh who should we go with? Let's go with Connor Sports, uh, the world leader in sports flooring. Um, they do everything from NBA courts to FIBA courts, uh, the March Madness courts, all the way down to your local high school, community center. They've got the highest end product to the most affordable product and everything in between counter sports for all of your flooring needs. Uh, make sure you hit them up, let them know that rising coaches sent you. They've been our partner from day one. We've had a great relationship for, dang, almost 12 years now, which is crazy to think. Um, all right. Today we are joined by our very own Aaron Sennett, director of operations and member services for rising coaches. And, uh, and she's got some big news—a big, a big article on this national uh, media company uh, drop today, uh, explaining her new job. She is going to join the staff at Minnesota with Minnesota Women's Basketball. Erin, good afternoon. How are you? Congratulations. What's up?
1: Hello. I'm good. Um, I'm super excited. I feel like I feel like it's kind of been under wraps for a while.
0: It has been. Um,
1: I've told, you know, my people, um, and like my family and friends and stuff, but, um, yeah, a few people have caught on, but, um, now kind of it's, it's out there and I'm super excited to, um, get to be excited about it. Um, it's a week away. So
0: yeah. Right around the corner.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, and it's kind of cool seeing you on this side of the camera because usually you're behind the scenes running our entire operation and now you get to be front and center for once. Finally.
1: Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a little weird when you were like, I had to like send myself the link. I was like, Oh my gosh, wait, I can't just like (laughs) hop in. I gotta, I have to do it on the other side. So yeah. Um, definitely good. It's good practice. And, um, I'd much rather I think be on the other side of the camera and controlling it a little more, but here I am. You're always Mm -hmm. pushing me out of my comfort zone. So I'm not surprised.
0: Here you are. Here you are. Well, um, I think it'd be good, like just for reference for everybody, um, to talk about like how you got started with us, um, and, and your background a little bit, you were a Hooper, which was instant bonus for you. And when, when we interviewed you, we were like, okay, she's a Hooper. She gets it. She knows what we're doing. You played at Evansville and then finished up at Damon college up in Buffalo, New York. Right?
1: Yes. Yes. The seven, one, six. I definitely, definitely claim uh Western New York for sure. Um, had a lot of, had a, just was able to be a product of transfer and end up in just such a great, um, culture, a great coaching staff. Um, Jennifer banker has done an incredible job there. And, um, she was actually my first female coach, um, like head coach in my entire life. I've never really had, um, female coaches and, um, she was by far the, uh, the toughest, um just from how she challenged me both you know on and off the court and and showed me that you know I could have a future in sports. so she definitely is is a big a uh, big uh, proponent to kind of what I'm doing and the direction I'm heading now.
0: Very cool. And prepared you hopefully a little bit for the crazy winners you're about to endure in Minnesota. <laughs> so I'm glad you've got some experience in that in that neck of the woods.
1: Yes, um, fingers crossed. I was like, please everyone send me Starbucks, <laughs> gift cards, cuz <'cause>...
0: am <laughs> send you mittens.
1: That's true. Yeah, that too. Um, yeah, no, yeah, it's gonna be my third Chicago, Buffalo, Denver, Minnesota. So yeah. it's gonna I'm I think I like the snow. We'll see. I'm a big seasons girl, so that clearly shows. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited. So, but yeah, it is definitely gonna be the most north I've lived.
0: Okay, so Um, you'll do fine. Uh, but okay. So Hooper, you graduated, you knew you wanted to work in sports. It sounded like you were kind of like, not sure if you wanted to coach, not sure if you wanted to be like more in like sports management, sports marketing. You ended up with a GA spot at Southern Illinois in their sports marketing department, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I was in the communications department. So kind of rewinding a little bit. Um, I actually thought I was gonna be a doctor. So I went in pre-med. Um, my first two years, um, nope, it was not my thing. Um, I loved it, but I, or I didn't, I'm sorry, I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it. And I knew that that was kind of the factor that was going to set me apart of, you know, putting in the long hours and what was ahead of me. Um, when I transferred to Damon, a big reason why I went there was just, um, our athletic director at the time, her name was Bridget Nyland. She was incredible. And she was a female athletic director. She had just brought the pro, uh, the whole athletic department to D2. So they were going through all of that. Um, at the time, I thought I wanted to do um, stuff with the NCAA, LOL. Um, now, absolutely. <laughs> um, just hey glad I
0: through those guys.
1: I don't know if I can say that, but. I can
0: say it. You can't okay. say it. You're going to work at Minnesota. But- <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, But I thought that was kind of what I wanted to do. Um, And then I was able to just being in Buffalo, like it's such a sports city. Um, It's like there's just so much to do. Um, There's so many different like elements to sports in the city. Um, And then two, just the decision to go D2, um, I really was able to have um, a big balance. And we still competed. Like I, to this day, will take it like take it with me that like we would we would put up a really good fight against any D1 team we ever played. Um, exhibition games, we always um, actually came out on top against our D1 opponents. Like, it was just such a great um, balance, and that was something that I really wanted and why I chose D2. Um, and then being in Buffalo, um, I was able to get an internship. I unfortunately got injured, um, and so it kind of kind of freed me up because I didn't have to travel, and, or I couldn't travel and do things like that. Um, and then that was kind of how – through my internship boss that I stayed super connected with. um, She really pushed me to just like get outside my comfort zone, do as much as possible, meet as many people as possible. And so I actually worked for the Buffalo sports commission um, while I was in school. And um, yeah, she, we were, we we brought in tournaments and different things and we hosted a bunch of stuff actually at UB, the university at Buffalo. Um, And I happened to also do my senior year, like my second uh internship with the football team um and so i kind of used it as like do i want to be in like a private sports industry do i want to be with coaches and players and things like that um and kind of make the impact and be on a college campus um and just being working for the recruiting coordinator um kind of being his his right hand person was absolutely incredible i ended up deciding i stayed for a summer worked all of the camps with them Really, just got super ingrained in um, that staff at the time. They actually just went to Kansas, so I'm super excited for them. They're going to do an amazing job there. But there, I just, I just loved being on campus. I loved everything that had to do with the visits and those kids and kind of the impact that those my college years had made on me. Um, I wanted to just really dive into that and create like just this awesome environment for you know kids to really figure out who they want to be and who they are um and then yeah so then through there I that internship boss I think knew Brandon and I got to SIU and I decided that I didn't once I graduated I was like let me take a step back from basketball my life kind of like cycles through the seasons of basketball so it's like all right summer you're like nonstop working like you're getting in work every day you're sweaty 24-7 like I think they say like champions are made over the summer and that was like what I was about. And so then my life was just then preseason in the fall. And then you kind of have those like two waves of like in season during the winters, um, things like that. And then you kind of chill in the spring a little bit. um, still kind of do your spring season and cool down and stuff, and then just really get ready to hit hard in the summer. And I felt like I just needed to take a step back. I needed to make sure I could be somebody without basketball, um, but also kind of figure out like, Hey, is sports, you know, am I cut out for this? Is it something I want to do? Because, you know, I respect the industry and care about it. And like, but does it respect me kind of, and I know everyone has to be like graduate assistant. You have to put in the time you have to put in the effort. Um, You have to be the bottom of the totem pole. Like you got to. Um, And so, yeah, I decided to take um, the marketing position at SIU, my least favorite thing in the entire world had the most incredible boss. She, she, was just incredible. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I could have really gotten through without her. Um, she really just showed me the ropes and she um, was a mom and just how she balanced and did everything and executed. And, um, just, she, she was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And so she really pushed me too. um, she like every single day, like she would catch me, I would always do my homework and stuff and work out in the arena at, um, the banterra center to banterra center now. Um, and there's this little ledge and I'd always be out there watching basketball practice. And she'd come out and be like, so like, (laughs) what, like marketing? And I'd be like, "Mm, (laughs) "Lol, I don't know. Um, and then that spring, obviously last spring, the pandemic hit, um, it was devastating. I literally think I had three days off in the spring. That was like the first kind of really break I had all, um, all year. And I drove up to Chicago to stay with my parents and just kind of like chill and and get out of Carbondale and the pandemic hit. And like, obviously it hit really hard, but Chicago kind of, it was really right away. Um, And I kind of scrambled a little bit because I wasn't sure, you know, what was going to happen. And for the first time in everyone's lives, like sports were non-essential. And I feel like that was a big gut check for everybody. Um, Everyone was like, wait, what? Like sports are God, like they're the world and um, I think I really took a step back and was like, whoa, like what's going to happen? How, how am I going to you know, get through this? But I knew I wanted to finish my master's. I loved the program I was in. Um, and so then Allie, my internship boss from Buffalo, knew Brandon. Um, I think he called me. He hopped on the phone with me because I just needed an internship at the time to finish out you know, my like studies. And I was like, what sports internship can I get? That's remote. Like that's not going to suck. And so, yeah. And then I like literally remember looking at the website and I was like, how have I never heard of this? Like, this is literally my heart, like in a company that's wild. Like kind of sad. <laughs> I'm like 11 years late, whatever. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I just kind of like, I think you, like you vetted me a little bit and, um, called me and, and we were kind of going back and forth and then it was kind of like off to the, it
0: was off to the races, off
1: to the races. <laughs> yeah. yeah because,
0: right? because when the pandemic hit and everyone pumped the brakes on sports, that's kind of when we started ramping up, we had, mm-hmm. we had just launched the membership five months prior anyways. So we were starting to pick up steam and then the season stops, everyone's stuck at home and all of a sudden we've got to like ramp everything up. And so we are like, we got to get some help. And, uh, yeah, you came on as it was supposed to be an internship, but I think like a week after we talked to you on the phone, I'm pretty sure because of COVID they cut your, your program or the GA yeah. spot. And so, you know, it wasn't before long you were working for us. I say full-time, not really full-time pay, but full-time for sure. Um, and you were, you were quickly like part of the team, part of the family and helping us run, run the show. Um, which I'm sure was like, because cause we were just trying to figure it out as we went. We're still trying to figure it out as we go. <laughs> I
1: was like, but, well, wait, I was like, we you know.
0: <laughs> no, we still don't know. Um, I was
1: like, what did yeah, we run at this point. Uh,
0: how, how was that like transition from like, okay, you're out of it, you're in marketing, which you're not really your thing, you don't really enjoy it. And now all of a sudden, you, know, you, you get an opportunity to kind of jump on with a quasi startup basketball coaches community um was it yeah what was it like
1: um i think my i think i was most encouraged and most excited behind just like the heartbeat and the bones and the structure of like what rising coaches is um i think that's like one thing i i probably thought about it multiple times a day like anytime like I would get frustrated or wouldn't know what to do or wouldn't know. I'm like, what the heck does Adam want? Like, I don't know what's going on. Um, That was always something I reverted back to was like, we are like serving our community and our community just happens to be, you know, these really great passionate basketball coaches, which then are going to affect, you know, 15 to whatever your roster is of like young adults or children or kids that are developing. And like I once was, So I think having that like just at the forefront and that being like our mission was the biggest thing. And then I think I was just so excited about like, they're not, they're not really that structure. I really enjoyed, I was able to have like control and creativity and organization where like you kind of were the ideas and the mastermind behind things. But then I was like, Hey, like, this is how I think we can bring this to life or this is how, you know, I want to organize this program or, um, yeah. Or even just like the way that we were able to like make things happen that I was like, I don't know how this just came together, but (laughs) we put a lot of time into it and, you know, you want to see it, you know, take off and be successful. And then at the end of the day, it serves that membership that, I'm so passionate about and my heart's behind, and like I want to see succeed and do well and really benefit from you know what we're doing. Um, it was definitely really hard, like at times. Like I I say this to you all the time like not having your desk or your office next to mine, or you know, those um balancing my masters, like, shout out to you and my mom for like forcing me to finish because I was like, okay, maybe maybe next year or in two years. Like, I don't really, then you were like, you have one class left. Like, absolutely not. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I guess I'm doing it. (laughs) And so just having like that can like that connection and that relationship. um, But then, yeah, it, it really, I struggled when you weren't there, um, you know, to, to really push me and do things like that. So like having to stay self-motivated to make sure things were getting done, things were moving um, because, yeah, like I never really asked for more until I was doing what you kind of gave me to a, like a high level and felt like I was executing and confident about it. And then all of a sudden, like we had made a whole ass position. I was like, oh my gosh, like there's so much stuff. Like this is, this is a full job. Like, and it was just, it was so much fun and not a single day was the same. Um, like, you know, like bowing and doing all of that. Like I think like I can honestly do anything at this point. <laughs> Because of just like how much I grew from this past year. So, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I think that. And I think the thing that um, people probably don't realize is like, um, yes, I would always call you and be like, Aaron, I need your help bringing this. I got this idea. I need your help bringing it to life. And you'd always like, you know, like ground us and help us actually get it done. But I think the thing that people don't realize is like, we've got like 1500 members and every day somebody's needs help with this. Somebody needs having issues with that. You know, there's just, like you said, no two days are the same. There's always different problems coming at you from all angles. So in a way, hopefully we have prepared you well for Minnesota basketball. I'm sure we have.
1: I hope Um, so.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it was certainly a lot that we put on your plate and you, You handled it like a champ and you were doing a lot of, let's talk about some of the other stuff you were doing on top of it. You mentioned finishing your masters. You also, to help make ends meet, uh, worked as a nanny. You also worked at a preschool, which I'm pretty sure you're in the bathroom of preschool right now. Um, you also hosted women in sports, the podcast for us, slash live zoom, uh, for a while with Ashton Pills and then for a while solo. And then, You also, we sent you off to work the uh, Dos Equis 3-on-3 tournament. Um, You had a lot going on this past year. Talk about, like, how some of those things, like, uh, did that wear you down? Did that energize you? Like, uh, talk about balancing all that stuff.
1: Yeah, so I think um, my biggest thing is, like, I, there's this thing about comfort that makes me super uncomfortable. Like, I, um, so just, like, kind of, the my thought process through or like reflection, I should say. So, like, the whole world shut down. Um, I'm I'm moving home for the first time, and like, I wasn't someone like when I went to college, like, your girl was gone. Like, I would come home for like two days in the holidays, say what's up to the homies, and then like I would bounce. Like, I never really had been back immersed in my community, and it was I like grew up in like such an I love my parents. Um, I you know, they're. Pillars of our community, they're like amazing people, and just like the. I'm still, you know, I still pull up to the high school and I still talk to my like, I still have like really deep roots in my community, but like, I was petrified that like, if I stayed there for quarantine and during this pandemic, I was never going to leave. And that like scared the crap out of me. I was like, no, like, I'm young, like. I want to get out. Um, not saying it was like a am running away from anything or it's a bad situation or area. Like I just knew I had so much more to like learn and grow. And um, I wanted to experience different places. Um, so I like hightailed it to Denver because I knew going into the sports industry, like you're going to have to job chase and you're going to have to go to places and go to jobs and make yourself available in that way. And I knew that that was going to be something that I could do, but I wanted to be selfish. And I was like, I'm going to take a sabbatical for a year and you know, go out and live in Denver. And, um, and so, yeah, I just kind of like made a, made something out of nothing. Um, so yeah, so I started nannying over the summer, um, just like for an income. And I knew that was something I had always really done, um, during school. Like I always had, um, kind of connections or coaches or at like people in our athletic department that like we would hop over and like babysit for a night. And I always kind of had those things, um, or if it was like someone at my church, like this or that, um, I would always go and, and babysit. And I just, I've always loved kids. Um, and so I knew that that, like, they needed a lot of love and they needed structure. And, um, there was this, you know, this huge unknown and that was kind of where I, I saw my opening and, um, ended up getting connected with an, an incredible family in Denver. Um, nannied a little boy named Cooper, which like, I feel like everyone at the company knows because <laughs> Cooper and I were both doing online school. <laughs> Um we were I was shuffling him around everywhere. Um he knew like when I was on work meetings and when I had, you know, this time and this thing to do. Um he's an incredible, he's like literally one of my best friends. Um he turns eight August first, so I uh am excited. He's having a Space Jam two party, so I've never been more proud.
0: Um <laughs> I feel like it
1: impacted his life in all the yeah, right ways. <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, and so that kind of happened and he was my consistency. Like he was, you know, we were we had each other's backs and Um, kind of from there, um, nannying, uh, it ended up being for a woman that was an executive director of, um, these preschools that also had just kind of opened during the pandemic and people were scrambling and, you know, just like trying to figure things out. And she really needed somebody to help in that admin role. And then also someone to just kind of help in, um, jumping into rooms or, you know, grabbing crying babies, things like that. Um, and I knew that I was going to need, Um, at that point I was like, I don't know if sports are going to be a thing anymore. And I'm still, you know, I still want to grow. I still want to learn things. I still want to, you know, have that resume to per se, or just, you know, that physical, like, um, that, that like tangible thing that I can show of like, this is what I did. Um, this is my experience. This is how I got it. Um, and so I just kind of made that, you know, transferable from something like that. I wanted to do in sports, like being an admin, my goal is to be an athletic director. I'm doing that, you know, in education because that, you know, it's it's all hand in hand. Like you have to work with the guys across the street. You have to understand that they're student athletes. Um, and so I just kind of did the same thing. I was able to help, you know, with our CRM system and their admin and doing, you know, just organizing things that weren't in place yet. Um, I'm and- sure.
0: I'm sure all this stuff like had to at some point wear you down and something someone's got to give, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think um I want to say it was definitely I want to say spring. Um it was spring for sure, but I think too like that um that rotation and things like that and having women in sports, I think like sitting down and listening to those women talk about their lives and go through their struggles and kind of like their their preschool jobs that they had before, you know, they made it are what really they really kept me going. Um, I think the just getting into a routine, I, I started realizing that there were like things that were non-negotiables um, and things that like I had to do every day that like were me time. So like I absolutely love working out. So. That's why I tell you, like, no no meetings before 7 a.m., please. That's
0: not an issue with me. Don't worry.
1: (laughs) And it helped too, like being mountain time. Like it ended up like being great because I'm I work out at six a.m. every day. And then like by the time I'm done, like it's the world's kind of ready to like, you know, talk and do things like that and start meeting and stuff. But um yeah, I just really I really kept my eye on the prize and just, just knew that, you know, something was going to give eventually. Um, And then I think definitely too, like I say this all the time, but like rising coaches, like gave me the opportunity to like keep my foot in the door, like keep me in the room and keep me in like multiple rooms as well. Um, I feel like you were pulling me into things all the time. Like there were always different, Hey, I want you to be on this call or Hey, I want you to connect with this person or we're having, you know, this women's basketball coach or like this person on this show, like how about you connect, obviously be the connecting person, the soundboard for rising coaches, but as well, like go get you some, like you guys were so like encouraging and also I feel like like, what do you want to do? What do you like, you know, figure it out, you have to like, you can't be the person that is just like, well, I think I want to do this. Like, I think I want to do that. Um, And so him just like encouraging me, And you guys telling me to be super picky and then to reach out to people that are like in actual positions that you want to be was huge. And so kind of through those connections I made with women in sports, um, really full circle, um, Shimmy Gray Miller, shout out. (laughs) Um, Obviously, was at Clemson, had her on our show. Um, I kind of was finishing, finalizing scheduling and things like that. And she was like, Aaron, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, actually this is, this is exactly what I think I want to do. Like, boom, boom, boom. Like I want to, you know, be a director of operations. I want to have like an assistant AD title. I then want to like make my jump move to an assistant SWA, whatever it is, Um, kind of move on from there, but this is what I know I want to do. Um, and these are the concrete positions that I'm looking to go into. And she was like, I got someone for you. Like I'm going to connect you guys, hit her up. Like sh- we all miss our jobs. We miss being in the gym. We miss normal life let's, you know, make it happen. And so I called Melissa Mains, who is the director of operations um, person at Minnesota. And I was just like, hey, like, do you want to sit down for an hour every week and just tell me about your job? And um, sure enough, I like, literally just pulled up my notes page and started typing what she was saying and what she was doing. And, um, you know, anything from how she handles gear. And also, um, someone like her who has been at you know, really big, incredible universities, um, how things are different as well, Um, but how they handle gear, how they handle travel, um, you know, what, how she, you know, really um, impacts like her head coach, like Lindsay Whalen, like, you know, how, you know, what Lindsay needs and how she meets her needs um, as opposed to her other head coaches and things like that. Um, And we ended up just like becoming super, super close, like as like people and friends and, Um, She started, you know, I'd say like, you know, happy, like Merry Christmas, things like that. Um, Her and her wife ended up adopting a baby boy. Um, She knew I loved kids and was kind of in childcare and doing all of that. And um, that was like incredible. So I was getting picked up all the time. Like actually like so excited. I get to be with him all the time, (laughs) bring him to practice in, whatever, I'll take care of him. Um, but yeah, so like that, you know, I just kind of became an extension of, of that. And it was just a connection and not at all. did I ever say like, Hey, can you give me a job? Like, Hey, um, you know, like great, you know, meeting you once, but like, are there any open jobs? Like I just kind of was able to be picky and was able to get grounded and build like really, really, really great relationships. Um, and then kind of fast forward. Um, I definitely was running out of steam around like March, Uh, It sucked kind of seeing, you know, the final four was happening and everything was going on. And um, I was really, really, really nervous about all those jobs becoming available. And I just really didn't want to throw myself out there like to anybody, uh, just because my heart did want to stay in Denver. I love it. I've built, you know, a home and a community here. And um, it's kind of the first, you know, I've been an adult here and living on my own and uh, juggling a lot of different things and just love the mountains. So that was a little scaresome. Um, and then also too just also like having that background of, you know, I can be picky and I feel like you guys were calling me like, Hey, would you take this job? Would you take this job? And then I was like, no, sorry. But, um, but I don't know, just kind of being like in that. And, um, and then I think, yeah, it was spring break time. Um, I was flying to the Dos four on four and it was kind of like, I think the week before that it was the Sorry, three. Um, three. Sorry.
0: Three. Three on three, sorry. <laughs> four on four is not a four, thing yet. Oh,
1: we should start it. I'm yeah. kidding. Um, that would not. I don't think that would be fun. Just saying. Yeah. Four, yeah. Okay. And um, yeah. And so it was like, I think the week before that, it was like midterms for class. Like, I think like the weather, su- like it was just like a rough week where I was just like, <laughs> I think I'm just going to be a preschool teacher forever. I love it. I love it. Like, I was like, I think I can do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> and so I was just kind of looking into like, you know, jumping into like high schools and this or that. And then I'm like, there's literally no money anywhere. Like, I don't know what, I'm just going to nanny the rest of my life. Like I was like, Cooper, please stop growing up. We're going to be friends forever. <laughs> awesome. And then, yeah, I, I flew out to Indy and started working the Dosaki's tournament. And then like,
0: yeah, shout out, by the way, shout out to Mark Starzyak from interstate. Yes. School. Super- uh, providing that opportunity for for you and a and a select group of others, members. Yeah,
1: and that was and that was like the really awesome thing too was like I finally got to meet these members that I was serving, um, and just like listen to you know them their stories where they're at how the pandemic affected them just like being with them. Um, we all had gotten COVID tested, so it was the first time like being like safely around everyone and um, just like the environment that you know being around these athletes and things like that um and then i think the biggest thing was not just that my team won who i predicted i think on this show i think it was the carousel i literally was like my mac big 10 team is gonna win it all
0: and that
1: was like before they had even landed i predicted that and then they ended up being my team um won it all so i was like the the first like director of ops or dobo um female dobo and then my team won and so it was just really cool and i was like this is where i'm meant to be um, just like those those feelings. I was like, you can't sleep at night. Um, and then actually, while I was out there, Melissa texted me and was like, hey, dropped a, you know, dropped a, a job link. And I was like, OK, all right. Um, what? <laughs> and um, something just felt a lot different about it, um, for sure. And I think just because like we had built that relationship, um, I felt you know, I felt very comfortable um, applying and and doing things like that, and then just the um, of opportunities that I get to, you know, have my foot in so many different things. Um, so I'm going to be working directly under her, um, as well as um, Carly Tebow, who is the director of recruiting. So I will be um, you know, kind of doing everything that they do and they have two completely different jobs, but once again, still important. Um, but yeah. So then that, that ball kind of rolled and I think I hit you up and was like, I think I'm, I think I just got this job at Minnesota and you guys are like, what? And I was like, yeah. Um, and then like, I think the same, the same day, that was when Shimmy, uh, accepted her job as well at Minnesota. And we were all like, oh my gosh, like, this is insane. What a small world like it was just it was so it was good to finally, you know, kind of see things um, coming back in twofold. I feel like. Um, yeah, I it was it was super encouraging. And I was like, wow, like I still once again, I i don't believe it. Um, I'm excited to just step on campus and take a big deep breath in and exhale and just get to work. I'm so excited to just yeah, the grind of it. I'm so I'm so pumped.
0: Yeah, next week, right?
1: Yeah, Monday. Monday.
0: So, are we packed up yet? Mm. <laughs> Not packed up yet. That'll happen. And then, are you driving? <laughs> you're driving through the weekend and getting starting work on Monday.
1: Um. Yeah. So, actually, my amazing parents, who are probably watching, they are flying from Chicago to Denver. <laughs> um, they're flying from Chicago to Denver. Um, they'll get in Monday morning, and we'll. We'll pack all my stuff up um, in a U-Haul and then we'll drive from Denver. I think we're going to hit up Des Moines. We'll stay in Des Moines for a night. Um, and then,
0: Underrated.
1: Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, and then we'll go from Des Moines into Minnie on um, Saturday, get all moved in. And then, um, yeah, maybe, maybe take a breath or two on Sunday um, and things like that. And then they're not going to – and then I'll have my first day. Um, My parents will fly out, I think, Tuesday. They decided to stick around for a little bit. Um, I don't get to see them much, so I'm sure they're they're like, oh, like, is Tuesday, I think, is a cheaper flight. I'm like, sure, y'all can stay. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but yeah, and then it's, you know.
0: And it's game on.
1: Game on, yeah.
0: I love it. Well, Aaron, um, I don't know where we'd be without you, first of all, Uh, as you know. Uh, and I appreciate all the hard work you've done for us over the last year, year and a half. Uh, I love that you um, really blazed the trail for that position for our company and took full advantage of all the the relationships and the people that come through our organization and, and you really, I feel like, are leaving us, not that you're really leaving us, but I feel like you're leaving us with all these relationships that you created on your own, but you know, created through or with the help of our platform or whatever, however you want to say it. But, um, so, so appreciative and so glad that you, um, set the tone for this position and, and for rising coaches and, and that it led to a fruitful opportunity for you in the Big Ten with a big time program with a Hall of Fame head coach, um, So yeah, very excited to see, see how it goes and what's next for you.
1: Yes. And thank you. Yeah. And thank you for the opportunity. We just met. So like Adam and I are homies now because we just met in person or that way or that way. Um, But yeah, like even just Atlanta and kind of seeing, you know, what, where this all started and why it started and to once again, just, just get that glimpse like that you guys had, um, you know, so many years ago and, and kind of being able to, to to steward it a little bit. And the fact that you trusted this, you know, 20 something, not sure what, what the heck she wanted to do, just knew that she wanted to work hard and, and uh, make something happen. And yeah, I'm super excited to, to get on campus and um, they're building a a dynasty there. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm always kind of around programs that are in the makes and, and getting ready to, to really blow up and excited to be a part of it and, you know, carry my bricks and lay them and, and do things like that. And just, Try to try to make an impact wherever. So I couldn't have done it without rising coaches. Can't wait to like be your brand ambassador or something one of these days. (laughs) But yeah, I'm pumped. Super excited.
0: Sorry about that, everybody. Some technical (laughs) difficulties. Um, There's a crazy thunderstorm going on where I'm at. So my power went out for a minute. Sorry to leave you guys hanging. Um, Oh, there we go. Mine just kicked back in. But we're back here wrapping up with Aaron Sennett, uh headed to Minnesota women's basketball. Uh yeah, did we cover it all? What else? What were we talking about when when lightning struck my house?
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> we, were just, we were just having a moment. We we're having a sentimental um kind of send-off. That's um right. yeah. we went
0: out with a bang.
1: Literally, or power outage, one of the two. Yeah. 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 For sure. But um, no, you need to talk about the carousel coming back.
0: Yeah, so the carousel is back. We're gonna go Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, we're gonna talk about all the latest happenings and goings on in uh, basketball and coaching. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about jobs that are still open and we're gonna circle cycle in guests. Um, and uh, And hopefully we'll keep this thing going throughout the entire year during the season. Even when there's no jobs to talk about, we can just talk about current events and bring in different people to talk about big games or, or big games coming up. Uh, so it'll be fun. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, eleven Eastern, I believe. Right, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. To be determined. Uh, yeah. Just stay stay attached to your Twitter account, and, and we'll be we'll be coming at you via live stream uh, twice a week. Looking forward to it.
1: Yes. I am excited. I think it's really cool that we're doing this.
0: Yeah. And, uh, no more John Beeline watch. I know that was a big thing. Uh, the John Beeline watch is over. He's landed with, who, oh, yeah. who is he with? He got a job in some, some NBA operations office. Um, I don't know. I don't even know who it is, but it's
1: not Minnesota women's basketball. I don't care. Don't no
0: kidding. <laughs> there you go. Um, All right. Well, Aaron, thanks again for jumping on and, um, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Uh, and we will see you, uh, again. Uh, we've got a podcast this Wednesday afternoon with John Cho, former, uh, former head of analytics for the Houston Rockets, who's currently with Cerebro sports. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll be jumping on this Thursday uh for another episode of the carousel thanks everybody thanks aaron
1: bye thank you